Hey there, this is Harriet McClance, and I am so delighted that you have tuned in to hear this podcast today. When people can't control you, they will try to control the way other people think about you. And the way that they do that is through a smear campaign. Let's get started. One of the most disgusting experiences that I have ever had in my life, I encountered by a sister-in-law who created a smear campaign along with a few of her other friends so that she could try to control the way other people saw me, the way other people treated me or perceived me by trying to uh, discredit and destroy my reputation with them. And what better way to do that than to craft lies and narratives? So you're probably wondering, how do you deal with somebody like this? How do you, you know, there's nothing worse than being lied on, y'all. You know, when you lied on really bad, you're hearing stories. Because I didn't know all of this was going on. This had been going on for over 10 plus years. Every time she would go around uh, who she called the family, she would spread lies and rumors. And the more she would talk bad about me, the more fuel that they gave her. I was her supply for over 10 plus years. And she did everything in her power to not only attempt to destroy my marriage, but she wanted to destroy every remnant of me because she could not control me. I was unwilling to allow her to come into my home whenever she felt like it because, number one, I didn't trust her. And then number two, she felt entitled to my time simply because I was married to her brother. And then there are so many other things that may have played a role in that. But for the sake of time, I want to talk to you ladies who may be going through something similar to what I did uh, for over 10 plus years. Nothing really prepares you for that great awakening and I call the great awakening is when you discover that somebody had launched has launched a smear campaign against you when you realize how meticulous and how calculating um, a person that you may have thought was either family or or someone who was a friend or someone who loved you when you come into the knowing of of realizing the 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 uh, how outrageous the lies are you know you you're still trying to figure out how in the world can somebody tell lies like this without feeling the least bit of remorse or guilt about the lies especially when you're doing everything that you can to show them love and support whenever they're in your presence and even if they're not you're you know just loving and kind to them one thing i learned is that people people really don't need a reason to dislike you. And people that are miserable in their lives, they want to believe uh, what they heard about you. No matter how bizarre or absurd uh, the rumors and lies are, they want to believe it because it makes them feel good and justified in the way that they choose to treat you. For example, if they want to be cruel to you, that gives them the justification and it validates that's why we're cruel to her because this is what happened. And in most cases, those people that's following the lies and the rumors about you, 
they they have never really spent more than an hour or so in your presence. And all they're doing is going off of what somebody who's made it very clear most of the time that they're emotionally unstable and, and very untrustworthy, but they would much rather accept their lies as the truth because it confirms and it validates their jealousy. It validates that envy. It makes them feel good to believe something negative about you because they don't like you because of who you are and what you may represent to them. Maybe you have something that they don't have. Maybe your life is better. Maybe you have a larger house. Maybe you can travel. Maybe you have more money. But regardless of the situation, the people that really love you, they're going to come to you, which is what happened to me. Someone came to me and they asked me some questions and they exposed it all. And that was what I called my great awakening. I truly believe that God protects his daughters. As long as you are trying to operate in the will of God, now you're not going to always be successful. I still fall. I fell uh, with a friend girl of mine went too long ago. I still fall and I still make mistakes. But even in the midst of my human awareness, my human uh, self, God still takes care of me and he will do the same for you. But this is what I wanted to say. When you come into the knowing and you realize that people have lied on you, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt you so it's going to get you deep down in your gut. And it's going to change the way you think about people. It's going to change the way you thought you judged people. It's going to have some type of psychological effect on you in, in the manner that you start to screen people in a different way. Instead of just allowing people to come into your, your life, instead of just giving people the benefit of the doubt, you're going to give yourself more time to get to know people before you opt into whether or not you're even going to engage with them. And it doesn't matter who they are because sometimes we think just because somebody's family or you married into a family situation or somebody's a step daughter or stepson that you're just going to automatically accept them. And that's not the reality. Everybody is not emotionally, mentally healthy enough to be in your life. And you have to start screening people before you allow them to come into your, your life. Because fortunately, I was able to reach out and get Christian counseling, clergy, and get the support and help that I needed from people in the body of Christ who embraced me and my counselor. And I was able to go through this type of therapy that helped me deal with the rumination because that's what happened. After you go through a smear campaign, you start going through every detail like with a fine tooth comb, you start questioning the validity of everything that you thought you knew about the person or the people. And then once you are done with that, you realize that you spend most of your day thinking about what these people did to you. And you realize how much of your time you are still giving people who are no longer thinking about you other than trying to figure out how did you discover that they were really lower than the belly of a snake? So ladies, if you're going through a smear campaign, uh, people who are notorious for launching smear campaigns are very jealous and insecure, envious, 
uh, toxic, malignant, narcissistic, trifling people. They're just trifling. They don't know any better, don't care to know better. Their life is harder simply because they don't care to learn any better. But you, you can't allow yourself to be sucked into their world of misery because that's exactly what they are. Because the only person, only an unstable and a broken person will reject love. It's that simple. Everything that you do for people from a place of love and they reject it, that says a lot about the person. It says a lot about the people. And as painful as it may be, you have got to accept that a person is what they are because of what they do. We are what we do in this world. If you like to lie, you are a liar. If you like to steal, you are a thief. If you like to uh, uh, hurt people and if you like to play games and you get pleasure out of seeing other people suffer, then honey, you, you're really a, a, a sadist type person. But if you are a loving and a kind person, then you're a kind hearted person and you're just a person that's full of love. And don't allow a smear campaign to steal any more from you than it already has. You see, one of the things that I realized about what I experienced for over 10 years is that, number one, all kind of things can happen to you in your life when you are asleep. And that's why you need a relationship with Jesus Christ, because even when you're asleep, he's taking care of you. God still covered me in the midst of my enemies, enemies that I didn't even know were my enemies. And some of y'all are in situations like that now. You think that you're in a room of your allies and before you even leave the room, they're already texting about you behind your back. You really need to know who's in your life. You need to know who is really on God's side because people who love God, it's not about being on your side. It's not about uh, doing everything that you want somebody else to do and want people to believe what you have to say about what's true. People who are connected to Jesus Christ, folks who love God, who love holiness, who love righteousness, they're going to love everybody that's connected to Jesus Christ. They are. They're even going to feel compassion for their enemies. Now, I'm not going to say that you're not going to feel like you want to seek revenge on people that hurt you in this way. Because a smear campaign is probably the lowest in the world because that's when people are in your face pretending to be one way. And then they're going behind your back, omitting stuff and, and telling lies. I had a situation where I had a sister-in-law who was coming inside of my house, y'all. She was eating at my, I was inviting her to my house for the holidays and I was encouraging my husband, remember your sister, make sure you invite her to come. And on top of that, I never thought that she hated me as much as she did. I had no idea that when she would leave my home before even pulling out of my driveway, she was already making calls and talking about me, running my name through the mud. And you know, you think that people get away with what they do. And I felt like for over 10 years, she was getting away with it. 
because she, there were other people in her family that did and said things too. In fact, there was a whole get together and trauma party, trauma bonding party, all about me and my poor husband. But I realized that I'd much rather be alone in peace than to be surrounded by a bunch of unhappy, miserable people who pretend to be a friend in front of me and they're stabbing me in the back. See, nobody gets away from God. When all of that stuff went down and I was, I woke up and I realized what had been going on. And I, and I, and I wrote down the, the, the names of everybody that I knew who had been a part of it. And, you know, people think that because, you know, I never, I ain't say nothing. No, but you never spoke up either. You never tried to defend me. You never tried to protect my, you never tried to speak up for me and to protect me. So in my eyes, just as bad as the person who was stabbing or attempting to shoot me. Y'all, the smear campaign is very evil and wicked. And there are a lot of people out here that do things like that. They'll talk to you on the phone and pray with you and, and, and talk about how they're so happy for you. And they'll come and bring you presents and they'll come to your house and pass you the hot sauce and ketchup and help you do things. And before they pull out of their driveway, they're talking so badly about you that people wonder she must really be bad because this person go over her house in spite of who she know her to be. Y'all, it's some nastiness and some wickedness out here. And it's hard to know who's who unless you are connected to Jesus Christ. It's very difficult because people will gaslight you. They'll, they'll, they'll do all kind of evil to you. And then when they realize that they're actually missing out of a re- out by having a relationship with you, by not having one with you, they're really missing out by trying to be dismissive and lie on you and cause confusion in your life and in your home. Then they'll try to slide their way back in at a different angle and say, I didn't do anything. That was everybody else. But what I want to encourage you to do is to shut them down. Shut them down. And the way that you do that is to leave silently. Nobody has to really know what all that you know until you're ready to address it. Nobody has to know how you feel until you have gotten to a place where what happened to you does not consume you. I want to encourage you ladies to hang in there. Those of you who may be dealing with a smear campaign, those of you who may be dealing with a situation where your mother-in-law is just straight up evil and low down and dirty. They out here because the reason why they treat you like that is because you're a threat to them. That's what they see. They don't see the fact that you're an asset to that family. Somebody that can show love in a situation where you hardly ever see anybody hug or show love or kiss or hug anybody. But they don't see that because they're too busy looking at what they think they have lost. And that comes from a place of brokenness. And there's nothing you can do about it. It has nothing to do with you. Stop allowing what people say and what they do to cause you to think that there's something wrong with you. I'm here to tell you there's nothing wrong with you, especially if you know you hadn't done anything to these people. If you hadn't done anything to hurt anybody and you know they lying and going on, just leave them alone. 
And one thing I can honestly say to you, I have sat back and I've been able to see from the outside how people's lives have changed after they started lying, after they had done all this stuff to me. Because what I did, I stepped back. I walked away and I said, no, I don't want this anymore. I don't, I don't deserve this. I deserve better than this. And once I made that decision, I was okay. I started going to my Christian therapy. I started uh, speaking with my clergy within my church, surrounding myself with godly women who are Titus two women, real Christian women, believe in praying women that helped me get through a very dark time in my life. They don't get away, y'all. But as Christians, this is the tricky part. We don't even, we shouldn't be sitting around wanting them to get what's coming to them either. That was hard for me because I said, you know what? Y'all tried to hurt me. Y'all tried to, and you know what's interesting? I was wondering why and how I was being so blessed. There were times when I would try to give away so much stuff. And before I could even give things away, God was already blessing me with more. And it's still that way now. The more my enemies was trying to come up against me, the more lies my sister-in-laws were trying to tell about me. And it wasn't all of them, but it was a few of them. All of the rumors, all of the stuff, all under the guise of me being this horrible woman. God was still reassuring me that he was with me and that he had my back. I can tell you, ladies, from experience that every tear that you shed when you go to bed at night, that God is there. Every moment that you spend being in despair, thinking that you're by yourself, that you're not. I want you to know that there were times when God had to carry me because I couldn't even stand up on my own two feet because of the impact of the of the lies, the the, the stuff that I just couldn't believe was happening to me that was happening. It was almost as if it was a nightmare and I couldn't wake up from it. But joy came to me in the morning and I want you to know that your life will get better, but you've got to be it. You've got to take an active role in making it better. I don't go around people that don't know how to love and show support to me and my husband anymore. I don't waste my time or my energy being bothered with them. There are some that I have to deal with from time to time. And even in those situations, they're short lived because I limit how much of myself I'm willing to share with people who don't care about me. You see, just because people show up for what they can get and what they can take from you doesn't mean that they care about you. And that's OK. But I thank God that I don't have a heart or a spirit where I can where I can do to somebody else what was so easily done to hurt and ruin me. Because in the end, God has the final say-so. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the true author of our stories. And nobody can write a better ending and beginning than Jesus Christ. He's there, honey. He knows that they're lying. He's going to vindicate you just as he vindicated me. And when you come out of it, you're going to be 10 times stronger and better than you were before. 
God bless you.